Welcome back to Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, personal trainer, and host, Katie. Today, we are talking about specifically when it comes to movement and staying motivated or just staying engaged. I want to give you some super tangible tips that you can today to help you be more consistent with exercise because we have no time for the diet mentality over here. We have things to do, right? Amen? Agreed? Okay. If you're new here, welcome. Our mission is to empower women to overcome their need to measure success by the numbers and start owning their strength and confidence from within. What that means to you is we help women with a history of disordered eating and exercise obsession, find fierce food freedom and body confidence. We do this through heart-centered, evidence-based, one-on-one and group nutrition counseling that utilizes the fundamental principles of intuitive eating and mindful movement. We also deliver free educational content via social media, our weekly newsletter, and of course, the Fit Friends Happy Hour podcast, which is also now on YouTube. If you want weekly non-diet inspiration, recipes, and more, go to katiehake.com forward slash newsletter. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, the podcast where we help you redefine the word fit so you can stop quantifying and start living. I'm your non-diet dietitian, personal trainer, and host, Katie. Join me each week for solo episodes and expert interviews where self-care meets science. Whether you're a group fitness, front row diva, or just starting out on your wellness journey, whether you choose oat milk or full fat in your latte, all foods, all backgrounds, and all bodies are welcome here as you embark on your non-diet journey. I just need to be more consistent. I can't tell you how many times I hear that line. But I want to start by addressing what does consistency even mean? Depending where you're at on your intuitive eating journey, it can be really helpful to take a pause and ask yourself, what does consistency mean to me? What's realistic? Because if you have this narrative in your mind that you have to exercise for 60 minutes, seven days a week, Number one, is this realistic with your schedule, with your lifestyle? And number two, why? Like, who's telling you that? What's the purpose? What's the motivator? What's the why behind that narrative in your head? We talk a lot about structure with flexibility. I talk about this with my nutrition clients, with my personal training clients. You know, for example, I have a client, it's important to them and their schedule and their training goals that part of that, they want to do cardio two times per week. And sometimes that may look like cycling while finishing up some emails to keep the habit, to keep the routine. Other times it is structured and it's, you know, she goes out for a run, but it's having the structure of two times per week, movement, cardio, right? Specific, but there's flexibility within that structure. Contrary to popular belief, research actually shows us that any movement is beneficial to our health. The current recommendations from the American College of Sports Medicine and the CDC for adults is a total of 150 minutes of moderate intensity activity per week, which might look like brisk walking, 45 minutes, three times per week for cardiovascular health. And that doesn't even have to be all at once. This can be broken up into five, 10 minute, you know, one minute bursts and still yield the benefits. Focusing on muscular strength endurance at least two days per week. That's part of the recommendation as well. 
that will also help to build strength and support a healthy metabolism. One big step of a non-diet approach is being able to zoom out and look at the bigger picture. You don't sweat it if you can't get a workout in. And this causes any stress or anxiety. Like if thinking about skipping a workout stirs something up in you, I want to challenge you to dig a little deeper to ask yourself, what are some of the rules that you might be holding on to as it relates to exercise, just like we do with food? Okay, let's get into today's tips. I want to share with you 10 ways to find the fun in fitness so you don't get bored. Because in my opinion, if you are forcing yourself to exercise, you are doing it wrong. And these are in no particular order. So tip number one, use an interval timer or an app. This is really great to help you stay focused. I love the app called Seconds Pro. I'll put it on my iPad so I can see the colors, pick and bright. I can see the timer really big. I also love using Fit Radio, which is another tool. It has music on it, but also has a built-in interval. Now, there's different levels you may have to pay for that one, but Seconds Pro is totally free. My second tip is to find a fit friend. Now, of course, on this podcast, you know we redefine the word fit. Go back to a previous episode where we talk about redefining the word fit, but it's always more fun to have an accountability buddy. And you don't have to have one in person. Maybe you have a friend who you can wake up, work out at the same time. Maybe you text each other, you call on the car ride. And it's not about having that fit friend that's like super disciplined and rigid and structured with their exercise, but it's more just checking in, supporting each other towards your goals. So it's a supportive accountability, not like a shaming if you don't get up for your workout. This is the type of accountability and support that our small group has and our small group nutrition coaching program. They can check in. They they know there's people there to cheer them on and also help them when they're feeling stuck. Tip number three is to switch up the sound. Do you always work out with music? Try without it. Focus on your breath work. Focus on other sounds around you. Maybe just be in your own brain for a minute. You would be amazed at how adding or removing sound, adding or removing music can completely switch the experience. Tip number four is group fitness. Now, if you're not big on crowds, you're like, and group is not really my thing. You might consider trying small group training. You know, you can contact your gym or wherever you exercise, depending on, you know, if it's a studio or a gym, the type of facility. But oftentimes, if you do not, you can either bring a group, you could say, hey, myself and these other two people want to work out together. And that actually saves you money versus doing one-on-one with a trainer. Or you can often approach a trainer or, you know, wherever you're exercising and say, do you know other people who would also, you know, similar goals would also want to work out together? I actually, if you're local to Indianapolis, I am so excited. I'm actually starting to personal train again. I'm dusting off my certification. Uh, I'm super excited. Right now, I'm just training one client uh, three times a week, you know, for short term. But I'm really looking forward to getting back into doing some one-on-one, doing some group training. Because for me, what I love about personal training, I love group fitness, don't get me wrong. But I love personal training because similar to nutrition work, you can meet with me and we can figure out what is your start point? What is your point A? What's your goal? And I love being able to support you all the way to point B, C, D, you know, and beyond. So highly, highly recommend it. Yes, it can be an investment, personal training or small group training, but 
it's not something you have to do long term. Like you could always do it for a month or two months and just as a way to switch it up, but also learn new things. Like if you have a really good trainer, they should be educating you on your body, on your movement, on how they're programming your workouts so that you can take that information with you for the rest of your life. Tip number five is to switch up trainers. It is okay to try a new instructor, to try a new personal trainer. Different styles are a good thing. So if you're feeling in a rut, it may be you just need a different perspective, a different, you know, leadership, different style to shake it up. Tip number six is to gamify it. If you're competitive, try to make your workout a game. Use an app or an AMRAP style workout. AMRAP stands for as many reps as possible, as many rounds as possible. You know, there's so many different ways to structure movement that it can feel like a game and that might motivate you to, you know, stay focused, to work through it faster, harder, whatever your goal is. Tip number seven is to change the environment. Maybe it's a new studio. Maybe it's a new time. You're normally a morning person. Maybe about lunchtime. Maybe about the evenings. You know, switching all those things up again can do wonders. You may find that you just feel better at a different time of day. Or even just getting outdoors can do wonders for your rhythm. Tip number eight is to register for a race. Having a concrete training goal in mind can help you to feel re-energized. And what's great about this is that there's so many different events now. You don't have to just do a running race, a 5K, 10K, half marathon. There are events like High Rocks where it's more like a functional fitness event. There's things like called the Ragnar. There's triathlons or swimming. I mean, there's so many different things that you can get involved with that it doesn't have to be running and it gives you something to work towards. Tip number nine is to stop quantifying it. Do you need a break from the numbers or that fitness tracker? You need to get rid of your Apple Watch, your Fitbit, the Aura Ring, whatever it is. Is it sucking the fun out of it? This is a great challenge in itself to ditch your Apple Watch for a week. And the thought of that stirs up anxiety. It makes you nervous. You're like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. Please let's talk because that is not normal. A little bit is that is normal. It's not comfortable. It's not familiar. But like if you're feeling a certain type of way, if I threw that ball and it landed in your backyard, that may be a sign to address your relationship with movement. And tip number 10, take a break. If you are feeling bored consistently, if you're feeling burnt out, burnout can be physical, it can be mental, it can be, you know, it impacts all aspects of you. You might need a break altogether. It could be time to reassess your relationship with fitness. If you're ready to get started on your intuitive eating journey and fall in love with fitness again, go to katiehick.com forward slash schedule and let's chat. Also, please leave us a five-star review. Nothing less. I mean, I guess if you have opinions, please let me know. Always, those are welcome. We like constructive criticism here, but we prefer a five-star review if you've got it in you, if that's what we deserve. But let me know what you love about the show. It's like a tip jar for my heart and I would appreciate it so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.